Welcome back to EXPN. In Adventures Past, the Adruhai has terrorized those who enter the Axis, bringing a gruesome end to over a dozen heroes and champions, and even an entire team of Paragons. And throughout all these attacks, we have been unable to identify her. The tech just wasn't there, P. We don't know what caused the signal interference, but something took out our Squire tech. Guess the old girl didn't like being seen without putting her face on. So, uh, how's your shoulder? Warped and in need of replacement. Same, buddy. However, with the caller's recent forced upgrade, our technicians believe the days of signal interference are over, and we may, for the first time, catch a glimpse of the Nightmare Incarnate. What do you think she looks like, Paige? Well, Adru High in the Abyssal of Gamma Z Ord translates to the Mother of Nothing. Perhaps, and hear me out, she's a machine. Shocker. I said hear me out. This being is reported to have a bizarre maternal quality despite being totally otherworldly. Perhaps she was purposefully built to be some kind of matron but went haywire. As usual, you're completely missing the human element. In my defense, it's a fairly forgettable factor. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you want a repeat of yesterday's embarrassment? Oh, you mean when you cheated? I did not cheat. You called upon the power of your god or your ancestors or whatever. That's cheating. I made it very clear that my faith could move mountains, or more accurately, that I could move mountains with my faith. It is not my fault you thought I was speaking figuratively. Once I've been repaired, we're going again. And this time, no divine intervention. Oh snap, shut up. Don't you change the subject. Hage, mother of nothing. You're the mother of nothing here. Hage, the scry. Oh, your gods. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. The body of the Adruhai is a deep, translucent red, like port wine, hanging like a shroud from a tapered tip to trail behind her. Where a face should be, there is only a bone-white oval. Instead of arms, long, skeletal limbs end in a radial fan of multi-jointed finger bones, flexing, beckoning clicking. You stand in the tattered husk of a nursery. Children's beds surround you, and in each one, the grasping arms, screaming half-faces, and unmade remains of those that came before you, those who stood against the Adruhai. Roll for initiative. The combat begins 
with Gaspar. With the party's new composition, Gaspar realizes that Nelly needs to be safer in the back. Wusha! Oi! Let's make sure she never crosses our threshold. You go to... I'm going to pull the protein spike, point it towards the Adruhai, almost like a prod, and try and fend it back. Fencing against one of its radial, thin, spindly, finger bone clickety-clicks. I don't know what to call it. An arm, maybe? Uh, arm is fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fencing against its arm. Limb is also mm, okay. Yes. The danger limb. Yes. I still like finger bone clickety-click. Yes. Okay. I mean, look, nobody's Final arguing with finger bone clickety-click. <laughs> Final answer, scary finger bone clickety-click. I'm moving up against it, and I'm preparing my action to attack when Wusha enters its range as well. Okay. That brings us to Iavos. Iavos, now a father, faces this horrible cosmic mother and protectively and instinctively takes Gaspar's spot to put himself between it and young Penelope. Excellent. Grabbing his friendship bracelet, he's going to cast Bless on the partay. That's the way to be. Everyone is blessed. God bless this meth. And uh, with a move action, he's going to pull the rusty, not as rusty as it used to be, but the beat up old plowshare off his back and almost with distaste, cast it at the feet of this monster. You'll not reach her. I like it. That brings us to the Adruhai. She is going to use her legendary action to cast her ability, Unmake. She is going to make a melee attack against a creature within 10 feet of her. No, don't, don't like She's the name. unmake it. <laughs> that is an 18. That is going to hit. I would like you to succeed a DC 16 charisma save. Charisma. You got bleth. Your new body had a pretty good charisma. That's true. Uh, you just got your ass back. <laughs> All right. Plus two and bless. That is a 12. That does not pass. She reaches out and gently touches the arm that holds the sword. And as she does, the seam on your armor splits. So too does the skin underneath. Blood begins to float up into the air, as though unaffected by gravity, before disappearing into nothing. As does your arm. There is no pain, only the overwhelming horror as your limb disappears dropping the sword to the ground. You are now unable to use that arm. Uh Uh-oh. She looks down at you, almost like a pitiful dog, and then gently glides forward and reaches towards Wuxia. Okay, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) She rolled a natural 20 on her attack. Oh, no. That is going to be 2d4 soul damage. Ow. Blessedly, she only deals three. However, you must roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh boy. Bless. I'm not super great at these. Ooh, that's going to be a 21 total. Beautiful. You feel an overwhelming sense of despair, but you do not succumb to it. You fight on. And that brings us to Usha. Oh, they hit me right in the deep and bubblies. She moved up toward me, right? Yes. Okay. 
Wuxia, holding his spear at his side, snaps his arm so some of the dense, kelpy growth around his forearm starts to wrap around the haft of the spear. It then quickly races up and down each side, completely covering it in ocean growth. Wuxia is then going to grip the spear with both hands and jump at her with it, using ensnaring strike. Beautiful. Fuck. Uh, 15? 15 does not hit. All right, that's fine. I have two attacks. Even less? Not gonna do it. (laughs) As you strike at her with your spear, you find it difficult to determine her anatomy, as though the very shape of her is indescribable. What you find yourself striking are the tattered remains of whatever bizarre liquid cloak covers a body that simply doesn't exist. There's not a lot here for me to stick. Uh, now that Wuxia has stepped up, would you say that I am allowed to pick up my sword with my other hand and stab this thing with my reaction or use a dagger instead? Or is it... Since Wuxia has in fact stepped up, you are allowed to trigger your reaction to attack by whatever means are available to you. And I would say that does include picking up your protein spike. So with my one remaining arm, I'm going to roll over the protein spike, grab it, and then stab at mother's side. Beautiful. Still blessed. That is 27 to hit. <laughs> that will definitely hit the Adru high. Sneak attack goes on. We are going to, with my piercer feet, re-roll that one die. That is 25 points of damage. Two of which are psychic, if that matters. It does. The only thing she is immune to is psychic damage. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 22, you said? (laughs) 23, then. Okay. 25 minus two. Fuck. Beautiful. At the end of Wuxia's turn, she takes a legendary action. No. The Adrohai extends one of her long limbs towards Iavos and attempts to touch him. No. I assume a 22 hits. (laughs) I would like you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Can do. Come on, dice. Oh, boy. 17. Just barely, my friend. Just barely. Thank you, plus eight. Mm. And bless. As she reaches out to you, you can feel the arcane energy crackling on her fingers. You can almost sense reality being rewritten as she attempts to touch you, but you barely keep her at bay with your own ego and force. Jesus. That brings us to Penny. Nellie plucks the strings of her lyre. She could not take from the heroes what they were because they were too strong. And no matter what happened in their past, they would rise above. Wusha, I'd like to give you a bardic inspiration. It's a D6. Thanks. And you may not know this, but due to the effects of a certain liar that I picked up recently, if you roll a one on that inspiration die, you get to re-roll it. Man, I didn't know you could play Gaspar so well. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. And suddenly sunlight streams to the windows of this nursery. And this mother figure is struck by a guiding bolt. Mmm, good flavor on a guiding bolt. Hell yeah. Don't forget your blails. Does that work on to hit? Yeah. I ask that every single time. <laughs> okay, 
Everything but skills. Uh, this time it doesn't. Weird. <laughs> Just this one time. And um, I'm actually pretty pants shittingly scared, so I'm going to do this at fifth level. Hell yeah. I'm here for it. 18. As the light begins to shine and as the bolt comes through, you find in that porcelain face the face of your mother. I would like you to roll me a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. Oh, you're hitting us where it hurts. <laughs> you said 16? 16. Fuck me, I have an 8. Oh. <laughs> you cannot bring yourself to harm Calliope. Choose another target for your guiding bolt. <laughs> using the existing attack roll pulling back unable to hurt this creature with her mother's face Nellie pulls the magic into herself attacking herself with this spell any other creature within range my friend you can do that fuck yeah it matches my AC so it hits (gasps) yikes however this is not the same Nellie that froze, unsure what to cast in the tower. As the magic is pulled towards her, ready to strike her for honestly a shit ton of damage, (laughs) she uses her reaction and wings sprout from her back. Wings of moonstone wrapping around her and absorbing the magic. Beautiful. Beautiful use of shield. Perfect. Ugh. I think we need to call Guinness. I think we have the first person using shield against their own attack. <laughs> I like that. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Gaspar. Oh, boy. As you look down at where your hand used to be, you feel the radiance of your mother's love. A love you never truly felt before. If you so choose, any person who has been affected by one of her legendary actions might take their turn to remove that effect by praising the mother. Gaspar is going to take a step back away from the team, bend the knee once, lowering his head. You always knew how to punish me, just right for me to learn my lesson. I have much to learn from your wisdom. Mm. And I will take an action. You hear a gentle cooing, like a mother vocalizing to her child, a song with no melody. And as you do, your arm begins to manifest itself from nothing and stitch back to your body. How aware am I of how crazy this is? Pretty fucking aware. Okay. You have never heard of a creature who can do something like this. Yeah. I'm going to look towards Ayavos and give him the, what the fuck, eyes? (laughs) I don't know what else to call that look. (laughs) Give him the what the fuck, eyes. He's giving fuck us eyes. (laughs) That brings us to Ayavos. You may be difficult to strike, but I know someone up to the task. And with a bonus action, I will bring the plowshare to life as the spirit of the warrior awakens and because she moved forward she is now standing directly over it so it launches straight upward <laughs> on a razor sharp point mm. 
So I'll begin my turn with the attack from my spiritual weapon, which I will cast at fourth level. Excellent. 22. That will be a hit, but as this is a new round, she is going to use her reaction to cast Instinctive Charm. You will have to succeed me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Again with the goddamn bullshit. Uh, That is a 15. That is one shy. I have such a good bonus. Please choose an adjacent target to hit. Okay. Unfortunately, I feel the wisest option is to attack my friend Wusha. Immediately taking on loads of guilt and resentment towards the situation. As you begin to strike her, the face resolves into that of the mother, your mother, the true mother. And you cannot strike so holy a visage. Especially not my dad, who's (laughs) in the driver's seat of the sword. Ah, man. Uh, 16 force damage. Sweet fuck. Fucking Christ. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? I think fucking packs a wallop. Ow, my life. If it helps, she can only do that once a turn. So <laughs> Great. <laughs> and with my action true, um, all I have are cantrips as an option. So I am going to let a cold, wintry wind blow through this baby house. <laughs> Frosting the windows and shaking the rafters. I'm going to attempt to hit her with a frostbite spell. Excellent. She needs to make me a constitution save. Beautiful. That is going to be a 13. That's not enough. Yay. Except it is. She has less your resistance. Pazow! Oh, <laughs> I mean, if I can get her to burn that on a cantrip, I'm feeling okay. Oh, yeah. She does not take 2d6 cold, and she does not have disadvantage on her next melee attack. At the end of your turn, she does not reach out to any of you. She instead sings a lullaby, whose sentiment is absolute. Her love is forever. I would like all of you to roll me a DC 16 constitution saving throw. Yeah. My trinket of the birth gives me advantage. Come on, bless. Wasting another natural 20. Thank you. Thank you, bless. Let's go around the table. 23. A whopping five. Nice save, Conboy. Thanks. 28. 18. Most of you are fine. You hear the song in the voice of your mothers. Wuxia. You do not hear a beautiful lullaby. You hear something hateful, resentful, shaming. And as you do, I would like you to flip me a coin. The rare D&D coin toss. Kraken's the head, one's the tail. Heads. I would also like you to roll me a d20. Ah, oh, penis weedus. What is that, an eight? An eight. It is not noticeable at first. A few gray strands of kelp. Some crinkling around the eyes. A lengthening of the nose. A thickening of the neck. As eight years tick by. Tick, tick, ticking away. And your body is that step closer to death. Usha's real smelly right now. <laughs> <laughs> He is a whole sushi lunch that's been left out in the sun. She will take her turn and gently swipe at Iavos. No. Stop. That is a 16 plus 8. <laughs> she will deal you two soul damage. And I would like you to roll a DC 16 constitution saving throw. I'll try. 
No, not with that D20. <laughs> nope, that is a nine. That's not going to do it. You suffer one level of injury. You feel that overwhelming sense of despair as your body begins to give up. All you want to do is lie down in your mother's arms. But in this action, she has angered another mother. <laughs> the mother of the withering acre, whose spirit resides in the hearthstone around my neck, who ignites in maternal fire and strikes out with a hellish rebuke for hurting her child. Double mommy! I love it. So I need a dexterity saving throw from corpse mommy. <laughs> that is a 14 plus... Two, sixteen. 16. Uh, so she takes half damage. Beautiful. Start to two, one. So. so she takes eight fire damage, which is half of what I rolled. Beautiful. Mother always told me to wait my turn. Can I add a third mother into this? Because I am now a sentinel <laughs> at level 10. <laughs> when a creature within five feet of me attacks anybody else but me, I get to make an opportunity attack. Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And you are behind her, so that's even better. I'm going to jam that protein spike. <laughs> Go on. In the back. Uh, drop, that, <laughs> drop that protein load. Remember, yeah. Don't that's advantage. Ooh, and bless. You. And bless. And bless. Come on. Give me a quit. Okay. Um, that's 24. That's going to hit. That'll do it. That's what we like to see. I'm going to exclude my psychic damage. That turns into five. Um, that is going to be 30 points. That is a fat stack of damage on the Ajo High. Man, there's a lot of reactions happening here. <laughs> and that makes it Usha's turn. Yay! Yeah, welcome to 10th level turn economy. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, forgot to roll a concentration check when you blasted me in the ass and I just saved with a 14. Hey. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to roll for bless because I got hit for two points of damage. Go ahead. I basically can't fail, but if I roll a one, <laughs> I did not. I rolled super good. Thank cool. Christ. I wish I could use that for something more important. With the plowshare ripping upward and tearing a hole into Wuxia, he's going to turn around and give a withering gaze toward Iavos. I'm sorry. What was that for? What happened? She's messing with our magics. Well, I... Shit, here's more magic to mess with. (laughs) I still have ensnaring strike. So I am going to liberally apply ensnaring strike directly to forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Boink. Ooh, uh, that is going to be a 25 total against her AC. Juicy. That's definitely going to hit. Excellent. So I'm going to do weapon damage. And I said I was holding my spear two-handed, so it's a D8. Plus the D8 for... Colossus Slayer, because she is not at maximum health anymore. Thank you, Angelo. And she is big. And she is a big, 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 big mama. Big, holy dicks. Uh, Big mama is going to take a whopping 18 damage, almost maximum on that bad boy. And she is going to have to make me a strength saving throw. Shazam. That's a one, my dog. Hey. One plus four. Hey, that doesn't pass. Hey. That's not going to pass. So when my spear gets crammed into her shoulder sort of chest area, the kelp from around it is going to burst out and wrap around her, anchoring itself to the ground. She is restrained 
And at the start of each of her turn, while she is restrained this way, she is going to take a 1d6 piercing damage. Beautiful. And I have a second attack, which I'm going to use. Wrenching the spear free and leaving the grasses behind, she is now restrained, so my second attack has advantage. Hmm. 22 against her AC. 22 versus AC is going to hit. Hell yeah, you'll love to see it. And that is just going to be a whopping. Oh my fucking god. 11 more damage to her, which is maximum damage from my spear with a single hit and no other bonuses applied. Hmm. Digging into her shoulder and chest over and over again, I am going to use my bonus action to reach behind me and bust out my second spear. Mm-hmm. And that's my whole turn. Okay. She turns again. That kind of tilting turn to Wusha. I would like you to roll me a wisdom saving throw, DC 16. That is a 23 total. Excellent. You can feel that overwhelming sense of shame you felt as your mother refused to look at you in the last moments that you saw her. But you resist the pull of guilt. And that is going to make it Nellie's turn. Nellie continues plucking her lyre and telling her story. The scion's daughter banished her mother's face from her memories, like broth through a slotted spoon. It was easy. She'd never met her. And instead, she opened her heart to the memories of another, to her dark mirror. For perhaps a mother's love could be dispelled by a daughter's hate. Juicy. Um. I would like to give bardic inspiration to Iavos. And... I would like to once again cast Guiding Bolt on Mama, but this time it is not the color of sunlight streaming through the windows. It is the burning gold from the leaves of the Darkwood Heart. I like it. She's restrained. She is restrained. You have advantage. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you're right. 29, because she is restrained. Uh Ah! That is absolutely excellent. I've ever seen Penny get a number that high. (laughs) I learned it from you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me just double check my numbers, because this is um, my last fifth level spell slot. 22 points radiant damage, and the next attack against her before my next turn has advantage. 22 points. God damn. Good. We need to stop her from touching our souls away. (laughs) It's a real problem that we're having. The red wine of her ethereal form is lit by the gold. And inside, you can see tatters begin to form. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Gaspar. Gaspar, I locked her down. Now what? Now we tear her down. I'm going to jump and try and get up onto her back so that I can drive the spike into her spine and ride it down. I like it. I have a vantage to the restrained and guiding. Hell yeah. Come on, give me, give me a little crit somewhere here, please. And you have bless. And I have bless. That is 27 to hit. Beautiful. I would like you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. <sighs> Daddy, no. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, yes. Uh, That is a seven. 
Oh, no. As her face appears. Oh, no. It appears in the flesh of the Atrohai. It appears in the clothing of it. It appears in everything that is her. And you cannot bring yourself to shame her again. Perched atop the Adruhai's hunched shoulders, Gaspar looks over towards Wusha. I, I don't think I can do it. What the hell's happening? I'm protecting my mother. At which point, I dive bomb towards Wusha. She's, I know, she's just so beautiful. What? Hey, buddy, she's horrific. Like a steepled blood slug with a nasty vagina face. And buddy, she is crowning. Just look at those contours. The play of the faint window light through her crimson ephemera. Wonderful. Hey, uh, you feeling okay, champ? I, I don't know. I've never felt this way before. I cannot seem to look away. I can't help but look away. Mega yikes. Uh, where you going? I don't know. I simply must. <laughs> Paige, we got a broadcast, man. There are more important things at stake. Oh, uh, boy. I hate to do this, brother, but you've left me no choice. I'm warning you, Sarge. If you try to stop me, I will be forced to... <laughs> what in the hells was that? A distraction. From what? From this. Boom! What the hell? Ow! Gods damned that hurt. You, uh, you pulling it together over there, Chief? What was that? I don't know. It looks like you're not the only one. Oh. Oh. Oh, gods, no. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon. A keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Something dark is coming. Something bitter and mysterious. When the night comes, so come the chill. Be ready when the black magic takes hold of you. Try the new Baba Java Cold Brew Concentrate. Mix your potion as strong as you wish. Bitter, icy, darker than dark. An awakening is near. All good magic requires a concentrate. Hey, all you cuties. If a mid-roll drops in the forest and nobody's around to hear it, does it even really happen? Visit theluq.com for links to everything you need to know about the show. The Discord, the Patreon, merch, actors' bios, and every single episode ever made. And please share it with your friends. 
We'd love to keep growing and making this podcast for a long, long time. This show is made possible by Patreon support. Thank you to every one of our patrons. Our current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, and this week's featured team, the Ceaseless Horde, with Dave Blodnoff, Daniel Pickens-Jones, Patch Perryman, and Jeff Ammons. To get a personal message read on the show or for possible advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Follow us at twitch.tv forward slash slapdash streams for Monday night live premieres of the show hosted by Dana and the return of the BST Pokemon XY Soul Link, which is not going very well. But that's half the fun, and I've been streaming some Infinite Fusion and other games during the week. It's a great way to hang out with fans of the show. So I hope to see you there. Mailing address is 2511 Southeast Pine Street, Portland, Oregon, 97214. If there's anything you've been dying to get to the cast, that we can share on social media. No homemade food, please. And we hope to see you either on the Discord or interacting with us on social media. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, please do. It gives us more reason to share things. That's plenty out of me. Let's get you back to the Battle Axis. Well done, lads. Another dungeon delved and another page added to our Ballad of Heroics. We just barely made it out of that one alive. Truly a dungeon for the history books. Yeah. What's the matter, Chanmere? You seem more down in the dumps than those ochre jellies. I don't know. Well, out with it. No secrets between quest friends. Just the dungeon. Aye, quite a trial, eh? Monsters in every room, traps on every wall. I guess. Just wasn't very... original. Huh? I mean, it was hard and all, but it was just... Pit traps, skeletons, an ogre in a cage, an evil statue. It was just all the same stuff as always. I was just hoping for something... new. Did someone say something new? Are you tired of the same old adventures? Slay the dragon, defend the wall, delve the dungeon, sail the ship through the storm? Of course you are. Who wouldn't be? But good news. We have the solution. Dinosaurs. Shut up and let me finish. Dinosaurs. They're the spice that turns any quest from a chill ride to a thrill ride. You open the secret vault and what's inside? Velociraptors! You find out the Archduke isn't who he seems to be. And when he drops his disguise, you find out the truth. Demi-Lich? No! Carnotaurus! You have to climb a wall to escape the city guards. No, you have to climb the neck of a Diplodocus. Dinosaurs make everything cooler. The following situations are also made more exciting and unique with the inclusion of dinosaurs. Sporting events, horse races, camping, deep sea fishing, doing your taxes, baby showers, doctor's appointments, bar mitzvahs, honeymoon sex, breakfast, needlepoint, napping, and so much more. Don't bother calling, we already know you want dinosaurs, so they're already on their way. And don't bother asking questions, you'll either figure it out or not. And you'll thank us later, assuming you survive. The Dinosaurs! A face you do not recognize on an old friend charges at you with fury, driving their sword into your chest. Angelo, please roll the damage. 
Uh, I am not resistant or immune to psychic damage. Just as a heads up. That is going to be 32 points Fuck of you. piercing damage <laughs> and, and four points of psychic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I, hit, I hit my new high score on you. <laughs> Good. You don't want to fucking pierce her feet, re-roll any of that shit? Oh, I did. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Wusha. Uh, big spike in his chest now leaking blood and salt water looks up toward Gaspar with shock in his eyes and said, I just got this chest. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so sorry. No, I, something came over me. Yeah. My blood. <laughs> as soon as the blade found home, you felt an almost, reverberating psychic energy passed through your body like electricity and every single cell in your body screamed out in pain. You're not used to psychic damage. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. At the end of your turn, she uses forever. I would like everybody to roll me a constitution saving throw. Fuck. Cripes. 21. 17. 17. 16. Everyone succeeds. Uh. (sighs) The lullaby that lilts through the space caresses your heart, and you for a moment remember your childhood and briefly glimpse into your future. And each of you feel nothing. That brings us to Ayavos. I'm so sorry, Wusha. We're not doing it on purpose. Here. And reaching out, I uh, pull the sewing needle from my sleeve and using more of my mother's magic, I cast a fourth level cure wounds on Wusha. Mm. Oh, thank you. All 19 of my remaining hit points. Thank you. A small <laughs> gift, small gift from my mother to you. Please roll good. Not bad. Uh, nine, 24 hit points. I'll take it. And a little gift from my father to you as I attack with the plowshare once more. Dig it. Lay it down. Then I have advantage because she is restrained. There we go. All right. It's all coming together. I'm going to stop using this big one because it's rolling kind of bub kiss for me. Uh, 17, 18, 21 to hit. Beautiful. As the blade moves to find home, you see that the ensnaring strike dissipates as Wusha fails his concentration save. However, it's not enough to stop your father's wrath. Get her, daddy. Get her, good daddy. You're good bopping in <laughs> bopping with your sword. Fucking bringing Bruder back. Sword. Uh, 14 force damage to Mama. Beautiful. And I haven't moved yet. We haven't really tested her whole attack of opportunitation, but I'm going to test the waters for the betterment of the party. I attempt to move away from her cautiously. She does not do attack of opportunity because she's already used a reaction for the turn. Wonderful. So I'm just out of her reach and I will remain next to my daughter. Excellent. At the end of your turn, she attempts to unmake Usha. Leave me be. Take his leg. We have a backup. <laughs> that is a hit. Uh, I would like you to roll me a DC 16 charisma save. Oh, fucking penis gunk. This sucks. One, so a five with bless. Ooh. Uh-huh. Hey, you rolled great on the bless die. I, I really <gasps> did. Bye-bye, luck. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's party hardy. I will be rolling for this one. 
I will be rolling the anatomy die. Great. That will be your left arm. <sighs> awesome. As she reaches out and touches your left arm, that same burst of seams, spray of blood floating in the air, and then the collapse into itself. All right. How are you feeling about that punch axe? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> you either kiss her ass or you have a punch axe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll see on my turn. That was the end of yours, right? I believe so. Okay, cool. That makes it her turn. She is going to turn and gently swipe at Gaspar. That is going to be a 19. Hits. That 19 results in two soul damage, which bypasses the temporary hit points granted by your body. I would also like you to make me a constitution saving throw. DC 16. Bless still. Bless still going. That is a 18. That is enough to pass. You do not suffer a level of injury. That makes it Wusha's turn. You can suddenly hear the songs your mother used to sing. The rumbling like the mountain. That mother. Wusha is going to drop to his knees and plant his hand on the ground. I didn't mean to be so reckless, mother. I climbed careful, I swear. The rocks was loose. I ain't never forget the pain. My ass is still tough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let you down. You spend your turn. Which disadvantage would you like to remove? I only have one going on right now, right? You are eight years older. Oh, I don't care about that. I'm more distinguished. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like my arm back, please. Beautiful. Almost as a reaction to losing your arm, you apologize profusely, at which point she grants it back. Stop taking our arms! <laughs> <laughs> at the end of your turn. Oh, I'm going to stand up from my kneeling position. Fair enough. At the end of your turn, she punishes Gaspar. I would like you to roll me a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. No. What's with the wisdom and the charisma? <laughs> it's your brain. Oh. Natural 20 plus 3 Ooh. Minus 1 22 You do not succumb to her punishment That makes it Nelly's turn Nelly is going to step up Behind Wu Sha Placing a hand on his back And then the sailor Got his shit together <laughs> <laughs> Giving bardic inspiration To Gaspar and I'm casting a fourth level Cure Wounds on Wusha. Yes. God, I'm still missing so much health. You got the Isadora double tap. I really did. We Eiffel Towered you with healing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always have Paris. On a 48 plus four, you get 11 back. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. I rolled better on a first level I'm one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Papa kisses all the boo-boos. <laughs> I knew it's this. <laughs> that is beautiful. Would you like to do anything else? No, that's my turn. We are back at the top of the initiative with Gaspar. Who said that luck combats only take a round? This has been like four already. <laughs> Very streamlined. <sighs> okay, you got the healing. I got the healing. So I'm all right for right now. I can take another hit from you, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
it's gonna happen again. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's kind of going to happen. <laughs> Watch out, because I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Usha, if she charms me, will you be able to withstand it? More? All right, fine. Just do it. Unlike him, there is a second of hesitation. With an attempt to sever one of these bad touch hands. Mm-hmm. That is a 29 to hit. That is going to hit, but I guess the real question is, who's going to pass your (laughs) wisdom saving throw? Oh, I can't wait to take so much damage. Okay. 19 minus 1, 18. You pass. Oh, my God, this bless with the plus 3. Oh, boy. (laughs) That would have been a 15. Okay. (laughs) Wish I was about to piss your pants for the second time today. (laughs) Pissed my pants today. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to re-roll that too. It better be a five or a six like all the others. No. That is 36 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. And then no psychic. Cool. Cool. After chipping away at this bony appendage, there's almost a second of reassessment. Did I actually hurt it? I check over Wusha's still gushing body. <laughs> okay, good. That's my turn. <laughs> I love it. I love to see turns where I don't take a punishing amount of damage. As that happens, she takes her legendary action. She attempts to punish you. Please roll me a wisdom saving throw, DC 16. Constitution? That's a seven. I can't roll. I can't. The, the inspiration can't get there. That's a seven. You are cursed. I know that. What's new? <laughs> I will roll a 1d4 to determine what curse this is. Oh, I lose my head? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, a mother's rage is an ugly thing. The beauty and purity of nurture and care turned foul. As you level your weapon at her, you are overcome with the fear of a cowering child. At the start of any turn, you must succeed a wisdom saving throw, DC 16, or take no action. This will affect you for the rest of your life until either a wish spell, or a mother's love is used. Gross. As you gaze upon her tattered visage, you realize she is barely holding on to life. (laughs) Everyone, (laughs) if you can restrain her, please do so. I need to say sorry before we say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it Iavos' turn. Iavos hears Gaspar's plea. Which works well because he's preparing a spell that takes longer than usual. Something new. Something he's never done before. So I slowly begin weaving the incantations and waiting to release the spell till the moment's right. At the end of your turn, she uses forever. Everybody, please roll me a constitution saving throw. You should prepare your action to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Just know I'm gonna... (laughs) Shit, fuck ass dickhole. 
Not 20. Well, look at you. (laughs) 22. Uh, Five. I am going to use an ability that I have not used before. Okay. Uh, I can only use it once per short rest. It is called Favored by the Gods. Uh, When I fail a saving throw or miss an attack roll, I can roll 2d4 and add it to the total. My current total is 13, so I'm going to roll my 2d4 now. Okay. Hell yeah. That is another 8. Hey! So that is a 21. Hell yeah. You succeed. Thanks, gods. (laughs) Thanks, d4s. Usha. Hi. You do not need to flip a coin. The direction of your path has been decided. Please roll me a d20. (laughs) No. Low money. It's a seven. You age another seven years. Your Furbolg was 30 at the time of its death. You now are the ripe old age of 45. Good thing Furbolgs live a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it the Adrahai's turn. The Adrahai is going to gently and calmly move past Wusha around towards Benny out of Gaspar's threat range. Would you like to attack? No. No, I won't. I gotta say sorry first. As she approaches you, your friends let her pass. This impossible horror simply moves by them and swipes at you. A memory flashes through Penelope Isadora's mind of a paladin who stepped aside and let someone pass not so long ago. And as a 26, uh, you will be taking 1d4 soul damage, and I would like you to roll me a constitution saving throw. It's so much scarier now that I used my ability. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty 20. Beautiful. You do not suffer a level of injury. You do, however, suffer one soul damage. And as the blade slides in, thousands upon thousands of lives feel it bite. (sighs) That moves us to Usha's turn. Wuxia is looking like a silver otter right now, which we all know is the fox of the waves. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Looking like a sea bear. Looking over toward Gaspar, knowing that he stabbed me in the front and not the back very recently, Wuxia is going to shake his long, wet, now mostly rotted kelp hair and pull out his new shield, putting his spear away. Saying, Gasper, this feels wrong. None of this has ever felt right. With my shield out, standing where I am, I'm going to not shield bash, but like tap her with it to get her attention. Okay. Oi, mom, look over here. It's your needy boy. It's your needy, needy boy. As I wave my arms around, (laughs) holding my shield up, holding my spear next to it and taking the dodge action. Beautiful. My AC is now 20 with the shield. Would you like to make an intimidation check? Sure. I'm not good at that, but I'll do it anyway. That's a six. You have no idea whether she even heard you. Not even the slightest. That's my turn. Beautiful. At the end of your turn, she attempts to unmake you again. There we go. That's the big one. Not great. I took the dodge action too. Yeah. So that's going to be a 15. Not going to hit. The appendage, which can only loosely be called a hand, gently slides across the perfect mirror of your shield and then closes around the outside as you see the bones creep in from the edges. Uh, I ain't never used one of these much before, but I'm bloody glad I have it now. 
And that makes it Penny's turn. Nellie stops narrating what's going on around her and instead recites a bedtime story from her childhood. The shadow hid a secret in the hollow of his heart, and though he never shared it at fear he'd fall apart, nonetheless he gave his friend a gift shaped like a glove, and every squeeze since then would share his secret, which was love. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> God, I'm getting... Oh, actually. Much better. Thank you, liar. Wusha, you're getting a heal, because I if I can't kill this thing, uh, that's what I've got. My hit points aren't bad. They aren't good, but they aren't bad. Look at us healing in combat. Mm-hmm. New and fresh. You get 26 points Holy healing. Had a girl. Dick shit, that's awesome. Oh, that wouldn't much better. <laughs> I'd say so. Considering my soul damage, I am at full health now. That brings us back to the top of the initiative with Gaspar. Mother, I'm so sorry I'm a disappointment. I can't promise that I will do better. But I can promise that I will try. That's sweet. You sacrifice your turn and remove the curse. After your turn, she attempts to punish you. Yeah. Mother. Mother, I crave violence. (laughs) (laughs) As you make your apologies, she coos and the curse disappears. But with her hand braced on the shield, she leans over Wuxia and attempts to touch you. At that trigger, as soon as Gaspar finishes his apology, Iavos completes the incantation of his spell. (sighs) Mother, father, sister, daughter, child the third and daughter dear. A selfless sister, secret guardian, shielding me from hate and fear. One strike for each I love and know, seven lights to lay you low. Mm. And seven balls of light appear between his hands as he casts a fifth-level magic missile, but augments it with his new class ability, Arcane Alchemy. Ooh. Mm. He just activated his trap. <laughs> At 6th level, you learn to augment spells in a variety of ways. When you cast a spell with a spell slot, you can expend an additional spell slot to augment its effects for the casting, mixing the raw stuff of magic into your spell to amplify it. The effects depend on the spell slot you expend. And for a 1st level spell slot, I can increase the damage by 2d10 force damage. So I cost a 5th level spell slot and a 1st level spell slot. As the seven beads of light coalesce into one unifying force, the world's biggest magic fucking missile (laughs) smasher in the face. Magic warhead. What is the total damage? Let's find out. Arcane ordinance. (laughs) Very clever. It's not an attack, so she can't redirect it. That was my hope. It's not something resisted. That was my hope. Otherwise, I would use a lightning bolt. So seven D four plus seven. I hope you can do it. Plus 2d10. Oh, me too. Make way for damage dice. Uh, 35 points of force damage. As the spear drives through the heart of the Adruhai, she collapses over it, and her mask falls to the ground with a porcelain clatter. All of the disparate parts which scream and writhe in the children's beds around you begin to unmake in much the same way 
as you've already seen. But contained deep within that mask is a power beyond imagining, for whoever should wear it will be granted the gift of a single wish. It would seem that the upgrades to the Scry system have enabled psychic influences to be transmitted, along with audio and visual. Reports of strange behavior throughout Venus are coming in by the hundred, oh no! Your younger audiences are gripped with preternatural fear with dozens of reports of children locking themselves in closets. A man in the Bowery was found nursing his dog in a local pub to cheers and gentle encouragement from his fellow patrons. Oh, that's kind of nice. All gestating life forms in sight of the scry have suddenly reached full term. As a result, Aura staff are overwhelmed. Which is a pretty serious issue, given that the streets are full of bad folks, all self-flagellating and begging for forgiveness and rolling around in gutter puddles. That's going to be washed clean. While the battle is not yet done, the signal must be cut to prevent further harm to the general populace. We can only pray that this influence does not extend beyond Zenith. We cannot know the fate of the Fallow Crown until they emerge from the Axis. But if this display of psychic influence is any indication, they may be in grave danger. We're rooting for you, FC. Take care. We wish you luck. magic. Ooh, Wishy McMaskins. Jesus ah, fucking Christ. That's a juicy porcelain treat. We've had we've had a lot of like weird encounters since I've been here. I would say on this show, but I haven't been here the whole time. This is this is like top 3 weirdest fucking encounters we've had so far. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I we might have to roll off on that mask, y'all. Uh listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Wusha's wish is for somebody else to have the wish. Aww. Oh, man, it's gone. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, very, that's, that's very selfless. Now I only have to contend with you, Gaspar. <laughs> y'all got real, real fucking lucky because if she started stacking the consequences, y'all yeah. would have been able to remove one at a time. Yeah. yeah, I was very conscious of that. And like, don't get me wrong, I didn't want her to do a lot of damage, but 1d4 soul damage is a ticking clock that you cannot ignore. Yeah, that shit mm-hmm. sucks, yo. <laughs> Give me my health back. Damn, I was really pleased with that one. Uh, let's let's go around the tables. We can talk favorite moments, and also feel free to introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Angelo Kaluag. I play Gaspar Lefnot, a phantom rogue currently possessing a human body. And my favorite moment. Ooh, I know. Like there were a lot of good moments, but for some reason, Max screaming, "It's me! I'm your needy little boy." <laughs> Got me. I want him to go like up, up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what went on in my mind anyway. But like, obviously, the the combat was crazy. Like fucking wild. Yeah, that was that was a good amount of dread because I think by like the second round, all of us did the calculations of just how bad this could be. (laughs) And when that last round came, I was like. Maybe I should just take it, but God, this is going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. 
My name is Max Hobbs, and somewhat appropriately for this session, it's time to reveal that I play Wuxia Brinefather, the Risen Tide. I landed on a name. Hey. <laughs> and and you look very distinguished now. Thank you. I, yeah, you know, you're like 50 or some shit. He looks a yeah. little more paternal. Things are things are good. Yeah. We're moving in that direction. 30 was a little young to be a father, but yeah. now that you're 45. Yeah. I'm like a big, wet, half-dead Richard Gere. You got so, lucky with that seven and eight. Yes, I fucking good did. God, that could have yes, gone I bad. Yes, I fucking did. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could have been like 40. Yeah. That would have uh, been, been no, pretty brutal. I mean, just imagine you went the other way. Mm-hmm. And then you got like, let's say, fifteen, sixteen. You're I, dead. I am so angry that all of you succeeded this fucking Constitution save. A fucking an old man and a Bless. goddamn fucking little sorceress girl. How? Uh, that's one of my class saves. Oh right, yep. I forgot. Sorcerers, sorcerers. are all con. Yeah. Not mine. I've only got a plus two, but just blessed save the day. Oh. Fucking blessed. And my trinkets of death give me advantage. On ah. right, so that was actually good for me, but wisdom fucking kills me. Yeah. My constitution is bad. Bless helped. I should never fail a wisdom save, yet I did one. (laughs) (laughs) I did remember, like, as we were doing the outro, that I had to roll to save to see if I would be too scared to apologize. Mm. Nice. And I rolled a 15, but I have bardic inspiration. So I would have gotten... At the very least, least 16, but it, I, I, I got a plus six. I forgot to ask for that yeah, role. Yeah. I appreciate you doing it. So the Bardic Inspiration got me to, what, 21. Nice. Clutch. So everything just lined up. Yeah. Otherwise, boy, I would have been useless for, well, I guess we would have had the wish. But anyway. anyway, We didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because exactly. of my the lucky dread. D20 rolls on that age thing, I am not Brian Grandpappy, mm-hmm. which I'll take. Brian um, Pappy. <laughs> Brian Pappy. I... I'm not going to steal what I think Zach is going to say for his favorite moment again. Okay. Uh, so my favorite moment was being absolutely fucking railed by my team member. <laughs> 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 Just standing there trying to figure out what the hell was happening because nobody told Wuxia what was going on at any point in time. He just got stabbed by you fuckers over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. So uh, you two teaming up and doing your best to destroy Wuxia again was my absolute favorite moment. <laughs> Those were huge reactions. Those were so mm. big. Like, just imagine not taking 30 and then giving 30 to somebody else. <laughs> it also makes us be at risk for trying to do big blows against her. Oh, yeah. Ooh, she could just turn us right back on me. I am Dana Ebert. I play Nelly Isadora, the College of Spirits bard slash divine soul sorcerer. And um, gosh, I, I, I hope everyone listening just understands how lucky we were, honest to God, lucky in that fucking fight. And for me personally, I thought, you know, this is the, the unluckiest initiative I've ever had. But actually going last with all of her reactions and legendary uh, shit uh, ended up uh, saving me and making me <laughs> not the target of of all these things. <laughs> so, um, so yes, thank you, Dice. You did very well. I didn't mean to think bad things about you in my head. Uh, my favorite thing was that I got included with the family in Iavos's magic missile poem. Of course, you absolutely. I just like like and ah, and you rhymed on on daughter dear, and I was just very happy about that. Man. Um... I mean, obviously, my favorite part is just, you know, playing with the mechanics of the system always delights me to no end. And uh, having it be 
you know, not your standard, oh God, we're going to take a lot of damage from this source, but more be careful how this thing redirects what the fuck's going on and the potential threat of constantly like stealing a limb or dropping a curse. It's a good tension builder. And it's a nice breath of fresh air from like your standard, let's deal as much damage as we can fight. Right. And playing into the lucky aspect of it, because, you know, Gaspar and Wusha had had kind of most of the, the bad things on them. It actually gave us kind of a stopping point in the round to stop it advantageously. But if, if, if she'd hit someone at the end of the round, like it would have derailed even like that. Oh, would have been so brutal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, also, my name is Law. I play Iavos Isadora, Scion of the Withering Acre, and uh, sixth level Wizbiz, fourth level Kloroki. <laughs> Max, what did you think I was going to choose for my favorite moment? Oh, I thought you were going to choose fucking Dana's poem. Oh. You freak, whenever poems and songs are dropped at the table, that always is your go-to favorite moment if somebody else doesn't scoop it up first. I mean, let me just start by saying, y'all's poems, y'all's songs break my goddamn heart. They are so goddamn good. But whether that's my favorite moment, I couldn't say. Because there is no favorite moment here. That combat was (laughs) zesty for me. Because I didn't have to do much. All I had to do was wait for y'all to do shit. Then I'm like, reaction, reaction, reaction. Uh, my favorite moment is getting to use the Andro High one as a character that I've been fucking foreshadowing since the beginning of the game. And two, also just uh, I finally got to make something that really doesn't do much damage, but is so much scarier than anything else at the table. I was I was fully anticipating one of you to walk away with a serious fucking curse. And then you got to be like, literally, the reward for the game, the reward for the whole quest was if you played it well, you have a wish spell. If you didn't, you can just undo your fuck up. And that to me is just so pleasurable, so joyous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, good. Oh, I was just going to say, and our <laughs> sincerest apologies to Sam Hediger, who's going to have to edit out all the sounds of us pissing ourselves <laughs> at the I table. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> but no, like, I, I, I firmly, I was so bummed that more of you didn't fail these saves. Because, like, even just the forever ability, I really wanted to see more aging and de-aging. And see how the, how y'all dealt with that. One more shout out to that bless. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, which brings me to my next point, which is the MVP. And the MVP is that fucking bless. Unquestionably. Oh, unquestionably. And therefore by association law for, <laughs> for yep. one rolling such a good bless. And more importantly, rolling such good initiative that he could use that bless on the outset. Yep. Yeah. With so many DCs set at 16 bless was clutch. Like it saved me so many rolls. I think Absolutely. all but one of them, the bless was the make or break saver i really so i genuinely built this encounter to be difficult for a level 14 group the intent was that if you guys were not careful it could do some serious permanent damage to you i hope you felt like this was punching above your normal cr and genuinely felt threatened by it 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 was and i i can't i can't wait to see the the face that glenn armistice that rat bastard is gonna make (laughs) when he sees how he did I also, as a precaution, because of the value, specifically kept Penny's Bardic Inspiration in case I had to roll another con save to maintain Bless. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Beautiful. I never Smart. had to spe- fucking spend mine. I always fucking succeeded either way over or way under. <laughs> so I want to thank Bree Golden for making this fantastic map. The details so drawn on this are gorgeous. It is this kind of like Edwardian period uh, nursery space with beautiful rugs and just this fantastic wainscoting and like a gorgeous fireplace to it. I didn't do enough to uh, describe it, and I feel really shitty about that. But if you want to see it, please jump on our Patreon to check it out. Thank you, Bree, so much. Go to goldenstylist.com if you want to see more information on that. 
I also want to thank Hedegar the Edgar. This whole chapter is going to be difficult because generally a lot of us were having word problems and having just a hard time delivering lines. And, you know, we had to take a lot of things back and like rearrange some stuff. And he's he's just been amazing. Uh, so thank you again, Sam. I'm really fucking excited about this this specific episode. I'm looking forward to it going live. And I'm really looking forward to what happens next. And until next time, we wish you luck. <laughs> <laughs>